program of Women at the Well Ministries, where our highest priority is making God real in your life. You can visit us online at womanatthewellministries.org. Now sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen our daily walk with Jesus Christ. In this life, we are faced with many issues and situations. Many feel like battles. In fact, we are told that we war daily against the darkness and evil of this world. But praise be to God, we don't have to fret or worry, because the scriptures not only tell us that we are victorious, they also tell us we are more than a conqueror. Join us for this podcast as Kim walks us through the scriptures, giving us insight on how to live a victorious life through faith in Jesus Christ. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this podcast. What an absolute treasure it is to spend the next few moments with you digging through the scriptures and searching for the truths that God has for us. And today what we're going to be studying and looking through is embracing this role of being a conqueror. Because when we get in our mind what God means when he says that we are more than conquerors, not just a conqueror, we are more than a conqueror. When we get that in our minds and set our hearts to that truth, then we are unstoppable because we will realize that God is the source of our power and he and he alone is the one who makes us victorious. So let's pray and let's ask the Lord to speak to our hearts. Our kind and most gracious to Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for this, another opportunity to come before you. I thank you for your love and your mercy and your grace and the amazing way in which you take care of us. Lord, I would just ask that you would just be with each of us and that you would open our hearts and open our minds, Lord, that we would be completely open to what you would reveal to us in the scriptures. Lord, help us to leave this time of study together more engaged with who you are, more of an understanding who we are with you inside of us. And Lord, help us to be desirous of knowing the will for our lives that you have and keep us in the center of your will, Lord. Help us to embrace the role of a conqueror as we know our strength comes from you. Lord, keep us ever close to you. Watch over us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. The verse that I want to use as our pivotal verse during our time together today is found in Romans chapter 8 and verse 37. And what it says is, Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And then it goes on in the rest of the passage to say, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. 
So what we learn in verse 37 is that we are more than conquerors because of him who loves us. And then what we see in the verses following that in verse 38 and 39 is that nothing can separate us from the love that God has for us. So we have a continuous guaranteed supply of the love of God, which according to the verse in 37 is what's going to enable us to conquer the rest of the things in our lives. See, I don't think we get that. It's hard for us to understand because we fill our car up with gas, and at some point, if we use the car, we have to put more gas in it. We fill our bodies up with food, but as we burn the food off, then at some point, we have to put more food in us. We put money in the bank, but unless we find a way to continue to deposit more, we end up depleting that source. It is hard for us to understand that we cannot deplete the power of God in us, but we can reject it. And you say, well, what do you mean? I mean this. I mean God has an absolute infinite supply of love for us. And his love is what enables us to conquer things because it's his love that enables him to live and dwell inside of us in the form of the Holy Spirit and to lead us and to guide us and to provide for us all things that we need to give us strength, to fight our battles, to place the angels round about us so we don't even dash our foot upon a stone. It's his love for us that keeps us the center of his will. It's his love for us that keeps us the apple of his eye. It's his love for us that draws him to us and asks him himself to draw us to him. It's his love for us that keeps us who we are. But we can choose not to house the power of God. We can do that by one, rejecting him as Savior. He will not come and dwell where he is not welcome. We can do that by rejecting the will of God, the statues of God, and the commandments of God. He's not going to dwell where he cannot be. And he cannot be where there is sin. So if we have unconfessed sin... We have a problem with our Savior. The Savior is not going to bless an unclean vessel. But praise God, he says in 1 John 1, 9, that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So once we submit to him, confess our sin, allow him to forgive us of our sins, then we are in right standing again because Christ, through the Holy Spirit, through the blood of Jesus that washes our sins, justifies us as if we've never sinned, forgives us when we step off the path, has the Holy Spirit convict us to draw us and to teach us and to comfort us. But you can choose to reject him. You can choose to not follow him. 
You can choose to fill your body with the things of the world, your mind so tainted by the world, and your heart so hardened by the world that you have no room for the Holy Spirit to dwell and live and thrive and guide and direct you. You can harden your heart and close your ears to the point that you cannot hear him. But he is there, drawing you, begging you to come to him, yelling in your ear to receive him, to hear him, to follow him. But you can choose every day how you're going to live. Am I going to live for the Lord? Allow him to feel me, to cleanse me, to teach me, to guide me, to wash me, to cleanse me? Or am I going to dictate my own path? Am I going to walk in my own ways? Am I going to hear the pull and the words of the world? Am I going to follow the way of the world? Or am I going to stand and be a shining light for the Lord? When we choose the second, when we choose to allow the Lord to have full reign in our lives, that's when we're more than conquerors. See, the devil will flee in the presence of Jesus. And he dwells in us in the form of the Holy Spirit. And when we are listening to the Holy Spirit and we are walking hand in hand with the Lord, and we are living a life that he can bless. When our prayers are being heard because we are without a double mind, that means we are not saying we love the Lord and then living for the devil. When we truly and honestly turn our lives to Jesus, the things that the Lord can do through us are mighty. We are not defeated. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 57, he says this, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. He beat hell, death, and the grave. Satan is no match for him. And through him, through his love for us, through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, through the absolute encasement of Jesus around us as he goes before us and is behind us and surrounds us with his presence, through that, then we have the opportunity to provide a space for him to work through. And when he works through, he is going to be victorious. In a previous podcast, we spoke of David and how he didn't take the armor of the world, but he took the armor of God. It is during these times that we are reminded that we need to be what Jesus would have us to be because we are victorious through him. So how do we get this victory? In 1 John chapter 
5 and verse 4, he says this, For whosoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. See, whatever it is that's plaguing you, it's under his feet. But we have to surrender to him and allow him to have authority in our life in order for him to have the plans he has for us, which is to prosper us and to give us a hope, according to Jeremiah 29, 11. Before that can happen, we have to surrender to him so that his plans are being activated in our lives. I think the saddest thing I think of sometimes is when I get to heaven, I wonder how many of the blessings that God had for me I never received because I simply wasn't where they were. Or I wasn't in a condition that I could receive them. Just because I don't get them doesn't mean I don't have them waiting for me. It means that I am not able to get them because I am not where God said to be. And so where the blessings are coming down, I'm over here on some other street and I'm not getting them. Or he has this amazing thing to fill my spirit with, but my spirit is hardened. My heart is hardened and he can't get it in because I am not a vessel that he can fill. When the woman at the well went to the well, she went with an empty vessel that he could fill. Some of us walk around so hardened, so filled with the world, so filled with sin, so completely against what God would have us to be, that when God starts pouring his anointing upon us, there is nowhere for it to go. We can't contain it. We can't hold it. We don't have any capacity for him to fill because we've made no room for him. We so often at Christmas time like to look down our noses at the innkeeper who said there's no room in the inn. And so Jesus was born in a manger in a stable. See, nothing was going to stop him because of his love for us, and he knew we had to have him so that we could have salvation, so that he could cleanse us. He had to be born that he might die. But we're quick to judge the innkeeper. We can have all kinds of uppity conversations about how could he do this to a baby. Yet many of you and myself included many times in our lives have not had room for him. We've not had an opportunity. <laughs> We've not given him an opportunity to fill us. Because, wow, we were filled with so much else. Sometimes we're filled with ourselves. We just think we're all that in a bag of chips. And so we're always just looking at our own selves. We're always just tooting our own horn. We just don't have any time to learn of Jesus. Sometimes we fill ourselves with the world. Oh, it starts small most of the time. But so does a snowball. And then it just grows and grows. Until there's no room for Bible study, well, because I've got to be here at 5 o'clock and there at 7, and I need to make sure that I'm doing this and I'm doing that, and, oh, I've got to have that next thing, so I've got to work a little longer. Or we can't go visit the sick because we just simply don't have time. Or what if I go visit them and I get sick? God wouldn't want that for me, so I should not go around that. Now, there are times we need to protect ourselves, but there are times we lie to ourselves, and we simply just are lazy and don't want to go, or it doesn't fit in our plan. 
And so we just simply don't do it. Then the worst of all might be we don't even desire him. We don't have a love affair with him that makes us want to be in his presence, that makes us want to read his word, that makes us want to pray. We have filled ourselves with so many other things that it's not him who fills our soul. He's not the one who calms our spirit. He's not the one whose words we hang on with every word. We have replaced the main thing with many minor things. But he said, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And said, in fact, he said, you're of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are again hearing him say that through him we are more than a conqueror. It's not just we win, we win big. We don't just barely escape the issue. He always does above and beyond what we ask or think according to the power that works in us, according to Ephesians 3.20. Again, how connected are you to Jesus? How much of him are you allowing inside of you? How much do you love him? How close do you want to be to him? How much time do you give him? Who and what is the most important thing in your life? What's the first thing you think of when you wake up and the last thing you think of when you go to bed? If you have 10 extra minutes, what is it that you really want to do? Have you busied yourself so much that when you have 10 extra minutes, all you want to do is sleep? Come on. There is power in Jesus. There's power in allowing him to rule your life, submitting yourselves to him. We're not just going to win one or two battles with him. We're not just going to win by the hair of our chinny chin chin. We're going to win big because Satan is no match for us. And Satan's going to be defeated forever because Jesus said so. He'll be cast into the lake of fire. See, you're walking around perhaps defeated when the battle's already won. But you got to open up your heart, open up your mind, and allow him to fill you. And that comes from faith. Faith in him. Faith in his power. You got to know him. And you've got to want to know him. And so I encourage you today. Spend time in his word. Spend time in prayer. Just open up your heart and your mind and ask him to fill you to overflowing. Embrace the role that he has given you, and that is that you are more than a conqueror. You're going to battle every day. We are told that in Ephesians chapter 6, and we battle against principalities and things of this world. But we don't have to lose a one. We don't lose the battle, and we don't lose the war. But however you go into battle is going to be completely dependent on whether you fill yourself up with Jesus or you fill yourself up with the world. If you fill yourself up with Jesus, you're going to be victorious. If you fill yourself up with the world, you're going to live a defeated life. The choice is always yours, for he stands with his arms open wide, ever loving you. Thank you.
Thank you all for joining us today in this program of Women at the Well Ministries. We pray that it has been a blessing to you, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our website or our Facebook page. You can find us at watwm.org and at facebook.com slash watwm, where you will find devotions and many additional Bible resources to enhance your personal walk with God. Women at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. If you would like to partner with Women at the Well Ministries, please visit our website at watwm.org. We would like to thank the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us play their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. Know that we pray for our listeners. Remember that God loves you, and you are loved. Something I'd like to have